Good morning, my little cherubs, and how are you all today? I really hope you're well. I am. Oh, my goodness me, it has been a windy weekend. <laughs> a very windy weekend. My goodness, that storm Eunice has really, really just spun out of control. So, before I have anything or do anything else today i have a special hello to say to a little girl called alana who is in melbourne australia wow someone else in australia listening to me do you know what that where i am england if you get your mummies and daddies to show you on a map england is Australia is almost the furthest country away from England. It's a long, long way away. Almost the other side of the world. Maybe you all live upside down, do you? <laughs> so, um, I think there's only one, one more country, possibly. Maybe New Zealand that's further away. And, um, oh. Do you know what? It's amazing to me that people all over the world are listening to my stories. I have 90 different countries listening. Oh my goodness, children in 90 different countries listening to my stories. Well, anyway, Alana sent me a message and she said that she loves the wishing chair stories the most and to keep on reading stories well you can absolutely 100% guarantee Alana I will definitely carry on reading stories they may not always be the wishing chair stories but I will definitely carry on reading stories every day because I enjoy it as much as you seem to. So I'm giving you a wave because I did promise that I would wave to you. So hi. <laughs> and if anybody else would like to send me a message, then feel free. All you have to do, there's a, a button on here that you can press to send me a voice message. Or you can go to um, get get your mum or your dad to email me at sallyann1990 at mail.com. Okay, so that's all small letters, no capital letters in there. And it's sally, S-A-L-L-Y, Anne, A-N-N-E, one nine nine zero at mail dot com. So, um, and you can send me as many messages as you like, and I will always try and read them out. Okay. Anyhow, let's get on with the story today because I'm sure that is what you all came for, including Alana. So, I am going to read the next chapter of the wishing chair okay so we've got chapter four and it's called the land of wishes mm, sounds good i'd quite like to go to the land of wishes 
So if you remember, last time we were with the wishing chair, Molly paid all the money in their crock of gold, which was 1,000 gold coins, apart from one. They left one in the pot. But they, she paid 1,000 gold coins to let the brownie, the naughty, naughty brownie, go free. So here we go. Well, Brownie, you were lucky to have a kind friend like Molly to pay your fine, said Binky, who wasn't really very pleased about it at all. Behave yourself, please, or I shall tell your mother all about you. The chair was a bit crowded now, with the two children, the Brownie and the Pixie, and the empty crock as well. Peter had the one gold piece of gold that was left. He had put it into his pocket. I'll take you to the land of wishes if you like, said the small brownie humbly. He was very anxious to please them all now. You can have as many wishes as you like this weekend because it's Princess Perinelle's birthday. I've an invitation ticket, look. He pulled a rather crumpled ticket from his pocket. It certainly was an invitation. But it's for you, not for us, said Peter. It says for brownie knows about and... Friends, said the brownie. I'm nose about and you're my friends, aren't you? Oh, please do say you are. Well, all right. We're your friends then, said Millie. I uh, said Peter. Molly certainly was a friend to you in the village of Gobbo. Binky, shall we go to the land of wishes? I know quite a few wishes I'd like to wish. Yes, let's go, said Binky. Knows about? You'd better tell the chair to go, because you're the one who has the invitation. So, in a rather important voice, knows about told the chair where to go. To the land of wishes, please, he said. To the Princess Perinelle's birthday party. The chair gave a little creak and flew straight upwards. It was very dark now and the stars were out in the sky. Molly began to feel sleepy. She nodded her head and leant against Peter. Peter nodded his head too and both of them slept soundly. Binky and Nosebout kept guard. The chair flew all night long for the land of wishes was a long, long way away. The sun was up and the sky was full of light when at last the two children awoke. Below them was a land of flowers and lakes and streams and shining palaces. How lovely! Does everyone live in a palace here? asked Molly marvelling at so many palaces. Oh yes, it's easy enough to wish for one, said Nose about peering down. And then when you're tired of living in an enormous place with windows everywhere, you just wish for a rose-covered cottage. Would you like a palace for a bit? I wish you one. The chair flew downwards. It landed in a field of shining star-like flowers. Here we are, said the brownie. I'll wish for a palace to begin with, and then we can be princes and a princess and go to Princess Perinelle's birthday party. I wish 
for a palace with 1,001 windows. And silently and shimmeringly, a tall, slender palace rose up around them. The sun shone in through hundreds of windows. I'll just count if there are a thousand and one, said Nosebout. Oh no, we simply can't count up to a thousand and one all over again, groaned Peter. I say, look at the wishing chair. It's standing on that platform there, wishing it was a throne. I wish it was a throne, said Molly at once. And dear me, the good old wishing chair changed into a gleaming throne with a big red velvet cushion on its seat and tassels hanging down its back. It looked very grand indeed. Peter went and sat on it. I wish I was a prince, he said. And to Molly's enormous surprise, her brother suddenly looked like a very handsome little prince with a circlet of gold around his head and a beautiful cloak hanging from his velvet-clad shoulders. He grinned at Molly. <laughs> Better wish yourself to be a princess before I order you about, he said. I feel like giving a lot of orders. Where's my horse? Where are my dogs? Where are my servants? Well, before very long, Molly was a princess and looked quite beautiful in a dress that swept the ground and twinkled with thousands of bright jewels as she walked. Binky wished himself a new suit and a new wand. Nosebout still felt very humble, so he didn't wish for anything for himself, but only things for the others. He wished for Horses and dogs and cats and servants and ice creams and everything he could think of. I think we've got enough dogs, nose about, said Peter at last. And I'd rather not have any more ice creams. I feel rather as if I'd like a good breakfast. All the clocks you wished for have just struck nine o'clock. I feel hungry. The brownie wished for so much porridge and bacon and eggs that there was enough for the cats and dogs too. The servants had taken the horses out of the palace, which made Molly feel more comfortable because when the brownie had first wished for them, they kept galloping around the enormous room. She was afraid of being knocked over. That was a most exciting morning. When the children got into the way of wishing, there was no end to the things they thought of. I feel like snowballing. I wish for plenty of snow, said Peter suddenly. And outside the palace windows fell the snowflakes, thick and fast. There was soon enough for a game. It was very easy to wish the snow away when they were tired of snowballing and wish for something else. An aeroplane they could fly or a train they could drive. Oh, I wish this would last all over our weekend, sighed Molly. I'm enjoying it so. Well, I suppose it will, said Peter, now you've wished it. The wish will come true. But what about Mother? She won't like it if we stay away all the time. I'll wish her here then, said Molly. But Peter wouldn't let her. 
No, don't, he said. If she's with Granny, she wouldn't like leaving her and it would upset Granny to see Mother suddenly disappear. We'll just enjoy ourselves here and then try and explain to Mother when we get home. The princess's party was wonderful. It began at four o'clock that afternoon and lasted till past midnight. There was a birthday cake that was so very big it took six little servants to cut it into slices. One hundred candles burnt on it. How old Perinel must be. hundred years old is young for a fairy, said Binky. See how beautiful the princess still is. <gasps> she certainly was. Peter wished hard for a dance with her. And at once she glided over to him and danced as lightly as a moth. <gasps> now I can say I've danced with a princess, said Peter, pleased. The next day came and slid away happily. Then the next day and the next. The children grew used to having every single wish granted. Oh, a big chocolate ice at once. And hey presto, it came. A tame lion to ride on. And there it was, purring like a cat. Wings on my back to fly high above the trees. And there they were, fluttering strongly, carrying Molly high in the air. What a truly lovely feeling. On that fourth day, the children didn't wish quite so many things. Tired of wishing, asked Binky, who hadn't really wished many things. Ah, uh, people always get tired of wishes coming true after a time. Well, I can't seem to think of any more, said Peter. I keep thinking of Mo Mother, said Molly. I do so hope she isn't worried about us. We've got to go back home today, Peter. You do realise that. It's the day we have to go back to school. It's a pity we've had so little time at home. We shall hardly have seen Daddy and Mother at all. Oh, goodness, how the weekend has flown, said Peter. I wanted to do quite a lot of things at home, too. I wanted to play with my electric train. And didn't you want to take your dolls out just once in their pram, Molly? Oh, yes, I did, said Molly. Oh, dear. I do wish we had the weekend in front of us still so that we could enjoy being at home as well. I feel as if we've rather wasted it now, Peter. I think we ought to go back. We've a train to catch, you know. We mustn't be late for school. All right, Binky. We better change the throne back into the wishing chair, said Peter. Wish for its wings as well, will you? They've gone, but a wish will bring them back in the land of wishes. It did, of course. As soon as the throne had changed back into the wishing chair... They grew. They knew so well Binky wished for the wings to grow. And they sprouted out gaily at once, looking bigger than ever. You coming, nose about? said Peter to the little brownie. No, I'm going back home to my mother, he said. Goodbye. Thank you for being kind to me. Well, you've certainly repaid our kindness, said Molly. I've never had such a wonderful time in my life. Now, are we all ready? Wishing chair home, please, as fast as you can. It was a long, long way back from the land of wishes. They all three went sound asleep 
and the chair was careful not to jolt them in case they fell off. It flew down to the playroom at last and went in gently at the door. It tipped out Molly and Peter onto their mattresses and Binky onto his cushion. The crock that had contained the rainbow gold tipped out too and fell onto the carpet. Luckily, it didn't break. The children groaned a little and then slept on soundly, curled up on their mattresses. The chair stood still. Its wings disappeared gradually. It was just a chair. And then there came a loud knocking at the door and a loud voice. Peter, Molly, how late you're sleeping. Haven't you had breakfast yet? Your mother has telephoned to say Granny is much better and she'll be home to lunch. Isn't that good news? The children woke up with a jump and stared at Mrs Williams' smiling face. She was looking in at the door. Peter sat up and rubbed his eyes. Well, I declare, said Mrs Williams, you're not in your night things. You don't mean to say you didn't go to bed properly last night. Do wake up. It's half past ten already. Half past ten, said Molly amazed. What day is it, Mrs Williams? Saturday, to be sure, said Mrs Williams, surprised. You came home yesterday, that was Friday, and so today's Saturday. But surely it's Tuesday, or perhaps even Wednesday, said Molly, remembering the wonderful weekend in the Land of Wishes. Aren't we due back at school? Bless us all, you're asleep and dreaming, said Mrs Williams. Well, I must be getting on with my work. It's Saturday morning, half past ten, and your mother will be home for lunch. Now, do you understand that? And off she went, quite puzzled. She hadn't seen Binky on the cushion. He was still fast asleep. Molly looked at Peter and her eyes shone. Ah, oh, Peter, she said. Do you remember that I wished we had the weekend in front of us still? Well, that wish has come true too. We've had the weekend once in our palace and now we're going to have it all over again at home. Could anything be nicer? Oh, marvellous, said Peter, jumping up. Simply marvellous. Wake up, you lazy old binky. We've good news for you. It's not Tuesday. It's only Saturday. So there they are, just going to welcome their mother back again and looking forward a wonderful half-term. Creak, says the good old wishing chair, happily. <laughs> oh, that's lovely, isn't it? So they're not going to have wasted all the time in the land of wishes. They've had all that time and now they're going to have another time at home with their mum, which is nice. If you had wishes if you could wish for absolutely anything what would you wish for what would i wish for i would i don't know what i would wish for would i wish i don't know i can't think of anything that i would wish for so if you can think of something that you would wish for send me a message and tell me, I would love to know what all my little listeners would really, really wish for. That could be interesting. <laughs> if you could wish for absolutely anything, you tell me. 
anyway i am gonna go and i'm gonna go and get ready for work because i have to go back to work unfortunately my children have to go back to school so i hope you enjoyed that story and i really hope you did alana um and i hope you're having a lovely lovely time out there in australia and i hope storm eunice is not affecting you in any way shape or form because i hope that um it's only i think it's only in britain that's that's getting the storm but it's not very good it's it is really bad so do you know what i just have to say this there are people um who's had who've had sheds and even greenhouses fly off out of their gardens and just disappear with the wind how awful is that anyway I'm going now. I am going this time and I will see you all again tomorrow. So bye for now. Make sure you take care and make sure you stay safe and I will see you all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Bye for now.